Welcome to the Tom Starr Podcast. Throughout this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you some real life experiences I've picked up through my career in the industry, sharing with you some lessons that I've learned, and hopefully give you some valuable insights on how you can progress your health, fitness, and career. In just 10 words, I'm going to tell you something that is going to completely change your strength training long term. So listen carefully, right? It's not what you lift, it's how you lift. Okay? It's not what you lift, it's how you lift it, right? So too many times I see people chasing the numbers, chasing the big weights, and you know, we all know it's cool, we all know we wanna lift heavy weights, we all know we wanna push ourselves, which is, you know, awesome. But if you are not lifting the muscle by contracting the muscle and focusing on the eccentric part of the movement as well, then you are leaving results on the table. So I'm only saying this through experience because I've done it myself before, but the moment that I personally reduced the weight back a little bit and started really thinking about the muscle, the mind to muscle connection, that's when my results absolutely skyrocketed compared to trying to lift the heaviest weight as I could each session, right? You see, strength um, at its most basic level can be defined as a muscle's ability to produce force. So this force can vary throughout a particular lift and range of movement. To keep things um, simple, think of a squat. The force generated by the muscles to lock out at the top of the movement um, that you know the final part of the squat will be very different to the focus needed to get out of what's called the hole at the bottom. Basically, muscle force and tension vary throughout all different movements. So for you to become strong during a particular lift, it is basically your muscle's ability to generate force combined with coordinated neuromuscular activation. To put this simply, it's how effective you are at generating a force at the right times during the lift. So from the lockout position to in the hole position, technique is everything, guys. And there's a huge skill to the squat, the bench, and the deadlift, which is why incredibly specific, highly frequent, and you know utterly purposeful practice will mean the faster your nervous system will master and store the movement pattern. So I want to give you five ways to practice yourself strong and become strong. So this can go for anyone, you know, this is for anybody that wants to build their strength, build their muscular hypertrophy. This, These five things are going to catapult your progress. So listen up. So firstly, I want you to just visualize every lift if you can visualize how the movement is supposed to look and feel and imagine as many details as possible you know how the bar uh, feels in your hand the weight on your feet and the load onto your back this will give you a much more controlled focus on the actual lift because you are visualizing it so once you've visualized and completed the lift, then analyze it. You know, how did it feel? How did it look? What could be improved upon? 
and repeat that process for every set that you do so that you're not just walking into a lift and going from A to B. Because if you are doing that, then there's so much that could be improved if you're not really focused on it. So visualize and analyze your lifts. And this needs to be practiced over time and you know, deep purposeful um, intention on how to improve each lift because the more you can maximize each lift, the better results you are gonna get. Number two, lift without ego. Ego is gonna be your worst enemy. Like I said at the start, it is not what you lift, but it's how you lift it. The weights you use need to be you know, light enough that you're in control of the load, but heavy enough to force the body to perform the correct movement pattern and create a response. So again, with the barbell squat, it's very different to you know, an unloaded body weight squat. You'll, com you'll feel completely different. So there's no set concrete law on you know, generally how to do this. You know, everybody's gonna have different movement patterns due to their um, physiological buildup of their body. So leave your ego at the door, guys. Make sure that you lift with control, purpose, and intent. So number three, always lift never fail so unless you are you know really advanced with your training if you're just kind of learning to lift or if you're in the early stages you need to avoid failure on your sets the more you struggle and strain to grind out a repetition the more your technique breaks down so let's say you're doing sets of five the first three might be absolutely immaculate really good technique on the fourth set you might feel your form breaking down, you're a little bit wobbly and shaky, you're not getting the full range of movement. But by the fifth, your technique is just completely different to the first few sets. So you've set yourself a benchmark for um, the amount of volume that you should be completing. You need to complete that volume with the correct technique throughout. Otherwise, you are breaking down those last two sets and they mean nothing. So your volume is going to take a dip over your periodization throughout your training program due to the fact that you're not actually completing the amount of volume that you've set out. Because if your form breaks down, it doesn't count. So make sure that you are keeping your form throughout the full amount of sets early on in your career with this, guys. So the thing that you need to understand is that you ingraining the proper motor pattern you want to learn with every part of the work that you're doing. So number four is core activation for strength. So when you think about it, every lift that you do, your core is in some way activating. And for you to be super strong and stable, your core needs to be engaged to be able to hold your position and hold your form. So the tighter you get within your body, the more force you can generate. And the more force you generate, the more weight you can lift. So this is all part of something called Sherrington's Law of Irradiation. 
This means a muscle working hard recruits the neighboring muscles and if they are already part of the action, it amplifies their strength. The neural impulses emitted by the contracting muscle reach other muscles and turn them on, just like an electric current starts a motor. So this is why the squat, bench and deadlift are total body exercises. So what I want you to do from this point forwards is treat them as a full body exercise that you embrace tightness within your core. So commit to tensing your body as hard as possible on every set and every rep you perform. Because if you do this, you will be rewarded with instant strength gains and the quickest possible strength gains from week to week. So the fifth and final point on this in building your strength is get your head in the zone. So the more focus and you know, deliberate attention you give to that lift, the more strength you are gonna build. If you're half focused, you will only get half the strength. Your mind and your body are connected and they work in unison, okay? So when you are going into lifts and you know, you're not really feeling it, you've just been on your phone looking at emails or you know, texts or whatever it is, your focus is lost from that lift. You're not 100% in the lift. So what I want you to do going forwards with every training session, with every set, with every rep that you do is to get your mind into that lift. Because if you can build up a level of intensity and purpose through every single repetition and set that you do, you're gonna get much more of a desired outcome out of each of those reps and each of those sets. And when you really think about it, if you build this up over time, you might not see a difference in a week, you might not see a difference in a month, but this compounds over you know, progressive months and progressive years. So if you can take this mentality throughout your training, principles from now on, I can 100% guarantee you will be a much stronger, much leaner person in two years time with this mentality than without it. So moving on from strength, this actually um, nicely puts me onto some mindset stuff that I actually want to um, talk about. So this is mainly around confidence. Um, I get so many clients that come in with you know low confidence, low self-esteem, and um, this is something I've struggled with in the past, um, still probably do a little bit. So I just want to kind of touch on how to you know discover what you're actually capable of to build your own confidence. You see, there's a reason why people you know talk about building confidence. You can't just expect to acquire confidence overnight, right? It is a process that, you know, takes time, just like building strength. So if you just build up a wall that's, you know, been rushed up in 10 minutes, it will just look rubbish, will it? It'll fall to pieces straight away. So if that wall has been put together carefully, you know, brick by brick, it will be able to 
stand up to pretty much anything. So the first step is committing to exposing your own insecurities and weaknesses over and over again, which is not easy. But you learn and you grow until at some point, what had once been a vulnerability becomes a source of strength, mental strength. So that's the road to building confidence and self-belief. So when you commit to this process, you'll build up a core of unshakable inner confidence that you can turn to whenever you need it. You see, you build confidence through exposing your inner self. And you need to expose every single part of that so that you can get to the point where you know everything that is possible to know about yourself. So expose your weaknesses, expose your insecurities, your emotions and your fears. Because by holding them up to that light and examining them, you'll have robbed them of much of the power and danger that they you know, once possessed on you. So the more you expose something, the more you learn about it, right? The more you repeat that action, the better you get at, get at it. It's just like anything, you know, learning to play the guitar, learning to learn a new language. Anything that you learn takes time to build. And it's just the same for confidence and it's just the same for strength. So the first time you do anything is, you know, usually pretty terrifying, right? But that's often because the thought of doing it is more frightening than actually doing it. And once you've stood up and, you know, spoken in front of a thousand people or, you know, um, presented something in front of your whole office, you see, it wasn't actually as bad as you imagined it would be or built up to be. Because if you don't open yourself up, how are you going to learn what you're actually capable of? And of course, like repeating the process is the hardest part of the whole thing, but that's what provides you with the consistency. You might feel, you know, like burned or damaged after that first experience. It might make you unwilling to try it again, but you have to persist with these things. Because what's essential is that you proceed carefully, you build confidence by taking little steps, and over time, these will add up to a big stride forward. So don't try to run before you can walk or anything like that. If you go into learning a new skill, expecting to perfect it immediately, you're going to be disappointed. It's much nicer if these things you know, just happened like magic, but that's not the, the world. You know, if you could just flick a switch and suddenly be better at doing something, it'd be perfect, right? So what you actually realize is that the pleasure comes in the progression, you know, in getting better step by step. Even if it's hard, you know that you're progressing and getting better at something. So when you feel uncomfortable in a situation and then you're good in that situation, it means you've grown and learned. So although it might seem terrifying at the start, after a few weeks, you look back and think, fuck me, look how far I've come. And slowly but surely, you'll be demonstrating to yourself what you're actually capable of, and your confidence will rise because of that. So I'll tell you myself, I used to hate social occasions and going to new places, meeting new people, um, any group 
type of activity. I used to absolutely hate it. Um, new environments, I didn't like going in because I was just shy and um, I just had no confidence at all. And, you know, the anxiety that came from doing all these different things just built up in me when I was a little bit younger. And, you know, it affected me, you know, it affected my growth because I was scared of doing things. And over time, you start to grow up a little bit more and you start to step outside your comfort zone. And I'm glad that I did step out of my comfort zone in certain parts of my life because I wouldn't have anything um, that I've been successful with so far because of that. Because if you don't step outside your comfort zone, you get held to a certain position and you can't grow. It's like hitting a, a glass ceiling. You just cannot go anymore. So unless you start to put yourself in uncomfortable places, uncomfortable positions and start to learn new things, then you're never really going to take any steps forward and, you know, feel the experiences of growth, you know, personally within yourself. So in my past, you know, I look back at myself and think, would I have accomplished the things I've accomplished um, to date if I kept that mentality? 100% no. You know, I run a very successful business now. I work with multiple people. I have, you know, numerous staff members and, you know, this all needs confidence. It needs, you know, confidence within yourself to actually do these things. So, you know, my point with this is that if you step outside your comfort zone and start to build these, you know, building blocks within your own personal arsenal, then this is going to open up doors for you within your, your life, your, your health, your fitness, your career, you know, whatever it is, it's going to build you into a better person, a better, more confident person. So if you think of it this way, imagine you struggled to pass your driving test. Although now, you know, years on, you've got your license. You're not that confident as a driver. You avoid ever getting behind the wheel if you can, and when you do have to drive somewhere, you you know steer clear of busy roads or tight parking spots. You don't reverse park. In your head, you're behaving perfect, perfectly rationally by avoiding something you're not good at. You're just protecting yourself. But with each challenge that you duck, you're digging a hole that will be harder and harder to escape from in the future if you need to use it. So not only have you convinced yourself that you're a terrible driver, you're also substantially substantially limiting what you can do and where you can go. So, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. You can become confident. You can become a confident driver. You simply need the opportunity to prove it to yourself. So, next time, get into your car, drive around. If the idea of parallel parking brings you out in a cold sweat and you suddenly start panicking, then just practice doing it. Keep on going until you can actually pull it off without a second thought. And you've acquired a new skill. Okay, all of this sounds, you know, so simple and obvious, but, you know, it's just the myths that we create about ourselves and the things that we can't do. When really, a little bit of practice and a little bit of bravery, you can do it. So the best thing about internal confidence is that 
it's founded on the stuff you can do. It doesn't depend on you know anybody else's opinion. Once you've proved to yourself that you can learn one thing, you'll find that you're more confident about trying lots of other things. So if you've learned how to you know, play tennis, why wouldn't you be able to learn how to play the guitar too or learn Spanish? So once you build that momentum, you'll begin to feel a change inside you, a growth of more general sense of confidence. So when you're faced with a new challenge, you'll be less intimidated by tackling it. You'll feel more sure of your own thoughts and more able to listen to your personal instincts because you've shown to yourself and everybody around you that you're the sort of person who can do stuff even when it seems hard and complicated. And you can draw on this confidence during those moments, which come to us all when we are doubting ourselves. So what I want you to take away from this is that stepping outside of your comfort zone and trying to overcome those fears is gonna help build your confidence and build your internal confidence to make your life easier. You just have to find that ability within yourself to make that first step and make that first change. And guys, this can go for absolutely anything in your life. If you're scared to go to the gym, you need to take that step to overcome that fear at some point, wherever that is. Because if you truly want to improve your physical state, you need to overcome that fear to be able to start to develop those skills. And like I say, this goes for anything in your life, whether it's career, whether it's relationships, whether it's um, you know general social occasions, you know whatever. You have to overcome that fear, and you have to put yourself in these situations to build yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to find out more about how to work directly with me, I have various Instagram profiles depending on what area you are looking for. We have at TS Personal Training York if you're interested in private or semi-private coaching in my training facility. We have at Tomstar Coaching if you want to work directly with me through online coaching. And we have at TSPT Academy if you are interested in gaining your PT qualification and becoming a fitness professional. So please feel free to reach out via message or through my email tom at tspersonaltraining.co.uk.